post-game recap podcast is generously sponsored by jazby.com, a family financial app. Jazby has two main missions, to teach financial literacy to children where they learn by experience and make financial management easy for parents by giving them parental controls as children learn their financial responsibility. Jazby debit cards are free and can be used virtually anywhere. Grab your phone right now and go to jazby.com. That's J-A-S-S-B-Y.com to learn more. As you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that Agent Chuck Medley has chosen to sponsor your Logan Rogersville Wildcat post-game recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hello again, everybody. Welcome into this week's edition of the post-game recap. I'm your host, Peyton Williams, and as always, post-game recap looks to shed some light on some local high school football programs throughout the country, and today's episode will be no different as we cover the Wildcats of Logan Rogersville High School. The Wildcats fell this past Friday night 35-21 to against the Seneca Indians to fall to 0-2 on the season, so not the start that they were looking for. But um, in a second here, we'll have the head coach of the Wildcats, Mark Talbert, joining us. And uh, just a reminder, uh, heading into week three, the Wildcats now at 0-2 on the season, still in search of their first win. But joining me at this time is the head coach of Logan Rogersville, head coach Mark Talbert, and coach... Uh, as always, a pleasure to have you on, and thank you for taking some time out of your busy schedule to talk to us this evening. Absolutely, Peyton. I'm, I'm excited to get an opportunity to, to talk with you and appreciate your coverage for us. And, Coach, the last time we talked, you guys had, had went on a rather lengthy run um, to, put a, to put a bright spot and, and to kind of cap your regular season and then um, had an exit in the playoffs. But this year you guys have, have had a rough start 0-2 on the year. Um, before we talk about uh, the game against Seneca, just tell me a little bit about how the prep was for this year. Um, I know that you guys did have a, a, a fall season, you know, barring the, the hoops you had to jump through, but um, some of the coaches we talked to actually played in the spring and had a quick turnaround, but I know we're not fully past the, the COVID regulations and stuff, but was there some sort of normalcy or at least a little bit of a, a normal return to how you guys prepped over the, the latter parts of summer and into early fall for this season? You know, we had a we had a, a very normal um, spring, you know, and a, and a very normal summer. Uh, we got to pretty well do everything that we that we used to get to do, and and uh, went to a team camp down in Branson, and and uh, got to got to play our seven on seven league, and and do all the uh, the normal summer stuff for us. Uh, it, uh, you know, I think COVID stuff somewhat affects some participation numbers um, here and there uh, for us, but uh, you know, for the most part, we pretty well, you know, return back to normal now, you know, as we get into starting the school year, things are, you know, still a little bit different. You got kids split into different locker rooms. You've got, uh, you know, wearing a mask on a bus, you know, just some, some extra details out of coaches just to make sure that we're we're able to contact Trace, you know, if we do have a positive case on our team. And so, um, you know, there is a lot of normalcy that returned, but, but you know, we still see a lot of the things that we had to jump through last year. And, Coach, you guys, as I said, um, a 35-21 loss on Friday night against Seneca. I'm sure not the, the start that, that you're looking for, but I remember last year you guys um, came out of the gates a little slow and were able to put together a really impressive season. You know, talk a little bit about, um, you know, the game Friday night, if you can, what you can recall. And, and is this part of your schedule that, that maybe 
you know, a little more challenging, especially considering that, that we're just two weeks into a young season? Yeah, I mean, both the teams that we that we've played, um, you know, they won their other their other game, and so both of them are two and zero right now. And and um, I definitely think that Nevada is a very good football team and is going to have a lot of success this year. Um, Seneca, I, I think, is a pretty similar uh, team in talent to us, and you know, we played an extremely uh, close game with them. We made a couple mistakes in the second half, but. Ultimately, proved to uh, to you know um, assist in them you know getting the victory and, and beating us and so um, you know I think there's I think there's some lessons to take away from it you know we've got to look at some of the stuff we're doing over the summer and making sure that we're preparing our kids and and uh, you know making sure our athletes are ready to play um, I don't know that there's any any one thing in, in particular. Um, you know, we have a lot of returners uh, on offense for us, um, and you know, offensively, I think at times we've we've hit our stride, and then at times we've come up a little bit short. Um, and then defensively, uh, we had we had some you know we had a little bit of turnover there. I mean, we had some guys that were expected um, in a couple different positions to to be able to step into a different role, and you know, we come in and after two weeks, you find out. Either yes, they stepped into that role and we're capable of doing it, or no, I've got another kid that's pushing them, and and so we've got some other kids getting some opportunities there. And coach, I'm glad you I'm glad you kind of said that because it leads me into what I wanted to ask next. But you know, through two weeks of the season, and you look at the the end result on paper, offensively, you guys are putting some points on the board, um, and and then unfortunately, obviously, your your defense is is giving up a higher number than that. But in terms of the offense. You know, tell me a little bit about who you brought back and, and who stands out to you this year. And, you know, like I said, you guys seem to be clicking for the most part on the offensive end and, and just what's it going to take to to pick up that first victory? Yeah, I mean, I think offensively we returned um, a lot of our offensive line. Uh, we lost a couple kids in the offseason just due to choices to play other sports and do other things um, in our offensive line. And so – Depth was an issue week one. Um, we, we played a team that had 83 kids on their sideline, and they played more kids up front than we did. And um, I think, you know, depth kind of got us a little bit in that game. I think we got tired out a little bit. And, um, you know, that's a challenge that we're trying to fight and, and are pr- improving. I mean, we got 65 kids out for football in our middle school program right now, and we're fighting like crazy to get all, all of those kids into the high school over the next two years. And so, you know, those, those improvements I think are going to happen. Um, you know, it, the, the guys that we had coming back offensively, um, you know, our dynamic quarterback, uh, JJ O'Neill coming back, um, with an all conference, uh, offensive lineman and Carson Combs. And then we have Calvin Chaney, our offensive tackle, um, coming back. And then we had, um, some kids that, that have been real program players for us and Mason Grable uh, coming in to start as a center. Um, we had our, our starting right guard um, go down with an injury right after our jamboree prior to week one. Um, Keegan Daniels, who moved into the district that we were extremely excited about. Um, he'll be returning here in a few weeks, and so uh, we'll be anxious to get him back. Um, you know, they're just – 
up front, I think we I think we've got a, a little bit of ways to grow up. Um, those guys are really really um, talented football players, but like I said, we we're asking a whole lot of them. I mean, we've got um, six kids that are that are pretty well playing both sides of the ball um, in the trenches, and that's hard to do. Um, and so I think that's kind of attributed a little bit uh, to our slow start. Um, you know, getting in shape and, and being able to hit that expectation. And then we've got some kids in different roles um, this year, you know, that played last year but just have had to adopt a, a leadership role. I mean, J.J. is a extremely dynamic quarterback for us and, you know, the, in my opinion, the best athlete on the field every week whenever we get out there. But, you know, J.J. Um, was definitely a leader for us last year, but he also had – Zach Bergman out there to to kind of help with that load, and so you know JJ learning that role, um, and then bringing some of those other seniors along with him in that leadership role has uh, has been an important deal for us. And Coach, final one, we'll let you go. I know you guys stay busy, but um, you have a date with the Hound Dogs of Aurora on Friday night. Uh, what's it going to take to to pick up that first win, and what's it like? Um, you know, we're a little into the, the week of prep and, and breaking down the film. W- what do you see out of them that, that you think could pose um, success for you guys under the lights on Friday? Yeah, we're really excited about this game. We haven't lost to Aurora in, in two years, and, and we've played uh, two really close games with them where, you know, our toughness in the end got us a victory. And I I anticipate that happening for us Um on Friday night. I mean, every year when we play Aurora, um, I'm probably to a fault talking to our kids about they're an extremely tough and gritty group. Um, that's just kind of what Aurora has always been known for. And you see it on film year in and year out. And for the last two years, our kids have really uh, gotten excited about that and um, embraced trying to um, be a little bit more gritty and be a little bit tougher uh, than that group of kids. And, and, you know, I don't know if that happens this year or not. Um, you know, but I know that our, our football team is going to show up in Aurora with that attitude and we're going to go try to do that. Um, I don't know over the last couple of years that we are necessarily expected to win that game. Um, and we've come out on top and, and I can't help but think that, you know, there's just a mentality there when we go, try to play Aurora we're going to try to to um tough it out um, we understand exactly what they are they're they're a gritty football team they're a flex bone team that's just going to try to smash right at you um and our kids have kind of answered the bell over the last couple of years well coach we uh as always as I say that uh we appreciate your time we know you guys stay busy um you guys are one of the few that it sounds like are, are busy on the weekends with some fundraisers and some side work. So I know that can can play into success over the, the course of a long season. But I'm wishing you all the best on uh, Friday night. And hopefully when we talk this weekend, uh, you'll have a tally in the win column. So again, um, thank you for some, for, uh, for some time this evening and looking forward to hear from you this weekend. Absolutely. I, I hope you're right, you know, with the, with the win and the, in our, uh, Tally in the win column, we, we surely uh, are looking for that, and we're going to go after it and give it everything we got to get it done. All right, Coach, good luck. I uh, appreciate the time and hope you have a good rest of your week. All right, thank you.
And folks, that was the head coach of the Logan Rogersville Wildcats. Mark Talbert, his team off to a slow start, though. Two losses to begin the season, 0-2 following that 35-21 loss against the Indians of Seneca High School this past Friday night. But um, again, for everybody at Post Game Recap, I'm your host, Peyton Williams. We appreciate the support and everybody tuning in. Be sure to share this with your friends and family. Um, it's available on all of our digital streaming services. Uh, but one final time, folks, 35-21, a loss for Logan Rogersville moves them to 0-2 on the season as they travel to Aurora High School this Friday night to face the Hound Dogs. Um, but again, uh, for Peyton Williams and PGR, we thank you for your support and listening. Once again, we want to thank our sponsor, jazby.com, for sponsoring this podcast. Parents, you need this app to make your life easier for you as you teach your kids about financial responsibility. Kids learn best by experience, and Jazby is designed to help parents in this vitally important role. Go to jazby.com to set up your free family account today. That is jassby.com. As you have seen every weekend, State Farm and football are the perfect match. That is another reason that Agent Chuck Medley has chosen to sponsor your Logan Rogersville Wildcat postgame recap podcast all season. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.